Hey guys, welcome back to the Rise Podcast. This is Blake. I'm here with Braden and uh, Evie's in here chilling with us too. We're going to have a couple people from our youth group come in and out for uh, episodes and stuff. But today we're talking about Christian friend groups and friends that we have that don't necessarily go to church with us um, and the balance that we need to maintain. Uh, Braden, go ahead and kick us off. Uh, I think this is a very mixed topic. I feel like there's some people that are like hardcore like only Christians. That's all I can yeah. surround myself with. Then you got the people that are like, no, matter. I'm supposed to be a witness to these people, but then they're getting sucked into those traps, and then mm-hmm. you you gotta need to find that middle ground. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you have you have like the older people, you know, that are always like, if you run with the dog, you catch fleas. Like, don't hang out yeah, with these friends. Yeah, company keep in that. Is, yeah. I honestly, I believe that. Yeah, but also like Jesus was a friend of sinners. You know, like yeah. he went out and. Be friend of prostitutes. Yeah, like, and every everyone he went and um, shared the word, you know? And uh, so I think it's important to keep that balance, you yeah. know? And it's not necessarily bad to have friends that aren't in church because how did you get into church if yeah. someone didn't tell you, you know? And our job, our preacher said this, and it's probably stuck with me for a year now, talking about we put this title on Christian, but, like, it's just a title. Our job as Christians is supposed to be disciples, so that's what we should be really be called. How are we going to disciple others if we're just talking to Christians? Like yeah. that's that's not how the kingdom works. He goes, go forth, make disciples, form him. Like yeah. that's our job as Christians. Well, and once they're um, once you bring them into church, they get incorporated into your church friend group. So your friend church friend group should always be growing yeah. because the church should always be growing, and you should be adding to that. And I'm um, doing your part and it's, in that way. It's awesome, like, to see over the past couple of years how my friend group has slowly trickled into church from Evie and all these people slowly that I was friends with before then. Yeah. Slowly kind of trickling into church and really becoming my hardcore group of friends that I hang out with mm-hmm. weekly. Like, my friends that are in the world, I love them to death and I do anything for them and they're my bros, but, like, I hang out with the people in my church more just because I know that's kind of the mindset. But I'm not saying that, oh, they're they're at the break area. I can't go talk to them because they're sinners. Let me run away. No, yeah. like, no, yeah. that's, that's so simple. Yeah, we're yeah. sinners too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, once you get them invited in a church and get them coming and, and they love it, they invite their friends because yeah. everybody has their, like, own different friend groups, you know? Yeah. And I think also with that, like, inviting I think this is something I struggle with, like inviting friends and then like, ah, oh, they're not changing. Or we feel like they have to change before yeah. they get into church, but that's not that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. You you like we ask God to be our savior and then God convicts us of those things. He's not gonna convict you because he's not in your heart before you get saved. Like that's just it has to start with a pattern. So you have to invite them and then they okay, like I see where I'm coming from. I need to turn my eyes to Christ and then like, okay, they get saved and then they're like, Ooh, Alcohol isn't for me. Uh, these sins like aren't for me. I need to get rid of them. And then they come into like what they need to be under Christ and stuff like that. And then yeah. that's just it's your friends like having that. And you're balance. gonna have those friends that like you invite and invite and invite and invite and they never show up. Yeah. But like you should have one of those friends. Yeah. Or you have that friend that you invite only and he only comes to the fun stuff. Or I have, I have people that like, I know that always have an excuse. You know. 
like always excuse 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 but i mean i don't stop inviting them because yeah. that one day that they come might be the day that they needed to come you yeah. know and they keep coming back or um i have a friend that used to go to church with me when i was younger and we've become close like this past year you know but it's just been hard getting them back into the church you know but i still have to keep inviting them because that's yeah. my job as a christian and um he's my friend and like um pastor ray at our youth camp that we go to every summer he said this thing a couple years back. He said, uh, it's it's a heavy thing, like it's a heavy statement. He said, friends don't let friends go to hell. And you know, and like, it's it's hard. Like, people don't want to. <laughs> want to cry out. People don't want to talk about it, but we're well, either going to heaven or we're going to hell. Yeah. And um, that's like, it's a heavy subject, but it's true. And if you love somebody, you don't want them to end yeah. up there, you know? And um, I had a, I think they, he touched on that this past trip too, because I had someone that. Yeah, come up, Yeah, I had someone that come up to me and was like, hey, I have these people in my life that I know aren't Christians and I don't want them to go to hell. Like, I know that I'm going to heaven and I want them to be there with me. And that should be our main goal as Christians yeah. to bring the ones that we love into to heaven with us and reach out so that people don't have to spend eternity there in hell. Yeah, and our pastor touched on this uh, kind of going to our new church year and that's around early from August to October. That's kind of where we kick off the new year. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about who is your one? Yeah. Who are you going to invite weekly? Who are you going to... Because it has to start with one. Like, yeah. it has to. You were you were someone's one. Like, when you think about that, you were someone's one. Yeah. And you yeah. have to start with one to get... And then one can lead to two, and, but you have to start with one and yeah. dedicate your time to yeah, that. Yeah, he was saying... And, like, that my person is... I'll invite them, and it'll be like, ooh, I just go three weeks without buying mm -hmm. Just because it, it sucks when... Yeah, it's very... Um... It very like tears you down a little yeah. bit whenever you invite somebody and they don't show up, or yeah. especially if they say they're going to and they don't. Yeah, yeah. like I'll invite him. He's like, yeah, I'll probably come. I probably got nothing to do tonight. And then I'm like, was he coming? And he just doesn't show up. And it hurts because like you you put your time out there. Yeah. Not saying it doesn't take a lot of time, but you put like your gut out there hoping he would come. And mm -hmm. then it gives you joy to like, yeah, and then it, to expect for them to come. Yeah, and then it, and it's it, very it hurts worse whenever yeah. you exciting come, like they don't. If they do come, though, it's very exciting to see if uh, if someone does come. Yeah. So, if they don't, then it's very stop. <laughs> yeah. If they, it don't, if they don't, don't, if they don't come. Yeah, if they yeah. don't show up. Yeah. Um. So, what is the balance? What should it be? A fifty-fifty ratio? A twenty-thirty ratio? I don't think that there's that made no sense. My bad. Twenty thirty. Like a thirty. I don't think that there's like a set ratio that it should be. I think it depends on the person, you know. And if you're coming from being um, unsaved into the church, you know, you're not gonna have the same ratio as someone who's been in church their whole life. Like me, um, I would say ninety percent of my friends go to church, not necessarily with me. But like go to church, you yeah. Know? But someone that I bring in, one of my friends that I bring to church with me, probably it's the opposite. Ninety percent of their friends don't go to church, or yeah. like sixty percent don't go mm -hmm. to church, you know. So it doesn't necessarily, it's not a set percentage wise. Yeah. But I think that the longer you're in church, the more you make those relationships. And then and, they, uh, and like your friends that were outside of church become yeah. church people. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think that. You're, I think it needs to be like a 50-50 balance. Not okay. like giving it too much, but I don't think if if it's 90% bad people, you, like we were saying, as much as we don't like the statement yeah. to say it, you're you're the company you keep in a certain mm -hmm. instance. Yeah, and because um, if if it's 90% not great people, 
they're well are we talking about friends or are we talking about friends we spend our time with because yeah if you're spending your time 90 percent of your time with people yeah that's true that um aren't in the church then yeah you're probably not going to be growing yeah as much as someone that is spending their time with 90 percent of people that are in the church you know yeah that's true. But once again, it's not a set balance, you know? I can't it even tell you. It all depends on you and your walk and how your relationship is. Yeah, I can't even tell you, like, the ratio of, like, friends not saved or saved. Because yeah. saved is such a... When you think we were talking about how, how like, Christian is such a misguided term. Yeah. But, like, even saved is. Like, some people are like, oh, I was saved when I was three. Yeah. But they haven't cracked the door of the church. Not saying mm-hmm. you're not saved. Because that's ultimately, yeah, I can't, I can't about, say that. It's less about those like words that we use in yeah. the church and more about the relationship that we have with Jesus and like the fruit that we're showing now, you know, like what is, what's happening in our life now for Jesus, you yeah. know, because that's really what shows where our relationship is and um, how we're living for him. But definitely this is some advice. I think you need a strong Christian friend or friends. I think yeah. you will not get the, you will not get through storms. You need that accountability and that that group that you can go to and um, that can pray for you and that you know that's there for you. I met a friend this summer uh, and she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And anytime, like, she would randomly check on me like, hey, I know you're struggling with this. So, like, are you still struggling? Like, what can I do for you? Yeah. Like, can I pray for you? She always randomly texted me like, how can I pray for you? What do you need? And I, the people sitting across from me, I know if I needed them and they asked me and we talk about these things all the time. And you have to have strong Christian friends to kind of not root you, but, like, make sure you're keeping consistent. You have to have the yeah. accountability. And whenever you do, like, stray away or fall back, they're there for you to pick you back up. Yeah. You know? um, and going along with friends, I think it's important to have, like, a good Christian home, you know, like yeah. a church and a place that you can all gather together. Yes. Not all of your friends have to go to the same church at no. all. Like. Most of my friends don't go to um, the church that we're at right now, the church that we go to. But coming to this church, I've had, like, I already knew you outside of church, yeah, you know? But you but weren't, I, we, we didn't know each other at first. Like, yeah. we, we didn't go to the same church at yeah. first. But um, it's definitely brought us closer together, yeah, 100%. Sure. And I've gotten to know a lot more people. Yeah. And um, I just have this home that it feels like home, you know? Like, at first, it was, it didn't because I was so used to the church I had been to prior. But the more you come and the more you get to know people and the stronger those relationships become, um, the more like home it feels. And like right now we're here on a Friday night, you know, yeah. when we could be doing plenty of other things, but yeah. we're here to have fun and worship together and yeah. uh, play games and just be Christian friends. Yeah. You know? I have so many friends that don't go to this church. Yeah. Like I have like five like that I consider f- not saying oh none of these people yeah. are my friends but like so I have like a friend group <laughs> I just figured money oh, no but like I have so many you got like all these other churches and that's what you were saying like yeah. as long as they're there that's all that matters yeah is yeah 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 and, <laughs> <laughs> um and like it's cool because we can have friends our own age in the church, but we can also have, like, make those relationships with older people, mm-hmm. you know? Not not necessarily, like, super old people, but those are good, too. <laughs> yeah, like, they, they have they have. But, longer. like, my Sunday school teacher, he's in his 20s, and um, which is not very much older than I am, but he's, like, so much stronger in his walk than I am. Yeah. And um, he's just, like, a great mentor for me because he's going, he went through the things that I'm going through now not too long ago, and yeah. he, like, has a good insight on that. 
and it's, it's really cool to be able to make those relationships and have someone to talk to um, that really know like the ins and outs of what you're going through and how to handle it so if I want to kind of dive into this so if you're kind of because I think God calls you to things especially in your friend groups and obviously if you recognize it so what is some advice if you feel like God's calling you, hey, you might need to exit this friend group or something like okay. that. How should you approach that? Because I know, not saying exit, like never talk to him again because yeah. like but my like, boys, but like, that's like, yeah, like I, I've, I felt called like, hey, and it, you, the crazy thing is he'll be like, hey, and I'm like, okay, like I got you, God, like I'm going to listen to you. And then I'm He's like, a. yeah. <laughs> that's how God talks to Brady. Yeah. And I get back, I dabble my foot in the friend group again and I'm like, okay, I'm back in. And then I do something, and I'm like, oh, Jesus was like, I told you not to be in there. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, let me take my space again. So, like, what is some advice to kind of not depart, but get create some space so you can kind of work on yourself and okay. your walk? Um, I would say make it like a slow fade, a slow fade away. You know, because if you cut off from them immediately, you're going to be way more likely to fall back not necessarily fall back, but hang out with them again. Because there's nothing wrong. Like, we're not saying cut off your friends. Yeah, like, no. But there's, not, and there's nothing wrong with hanging out with them. Um, Some of my if, best friends don't go to church. Yeah. But if they are, if you have a temptation, you know, that you're trying to stay away from. Yeah. And some of your friends. Um, is spending time with them, like, keeps you from church. And it, yeah. like, yeah. starts to make you distant. And, that, and that's yeah. everything that's, like, such a also. Sign. Yeah. Let's say like you okay you struggle with alcoholism and you're trying to yeah. quit and you have a friend group that go out and drink every every weekend you know so they're trying to invite you to go out and drink with them um, it's hard but you have to you have to say no because if you go you might think like okay I can go and not drink but then when you're there Saturday and night. when you're there and they're all drinking you know um, you're way more likely to fall back into that than if you weren't there with them it's my mom uses this analogy all the time. It's easier to get pulled down, yeah, than pull back up, yeah, and that's especially when there's three or four or five or six more people pulling you down than you're the one trying to pull them back up, yeah, know? that's kind of the thing also. Some people like to go in there and like all my friends are non Christians, let me go in there and be the light, yeah, and that's okay, like go go, but like. You have to have you need you're gonna you're, you need that to, can't work yeah and you need like to you pick said, your, that one yeah, yeah that you, one you have to, you have to focus on one first because that it like, they're gonna pull you down they're it's you've got you got it's five friends you definitely need to pick your battles too like yeah um, going into a friend group let's say like at break at school and trying to like be like there um, versus hanging out on a Saturday night with them drinking like, yeah that's two totally different situations it, it is and, and like. It's that's a lot also, easier to be a light in one area than in the other. Yes, for sure, because it's a lot shorter, and it's in front of the whole break area. Like you're not gonna. And also, that temptation yourself. isn't there. Like they're not drinking in the break area. If there are, there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they are, they're wild. <laughs> so we really didn't talk about how to approach like that though. Okay. Like, how do we separate ourselves? We talked about a slow fade, but then we okay. got off yeah. course. I think the way to approach it is we take it with a slow fade, but also if you just say, oh, 
I feel like the Lord's calling me to these things, and I need to slowly fade away from this group. If but, you think he's mm-hmm. calling you to do something, I feel like you should already be strong in your walk. And if yeah. you're already strong in your walk, you should have all those things like lined well, up. And you definitely like need to, to be, be praying about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all I was going to yeah. say. You have to be and, praying. And you and just that, can't... This goes along with um, your Christian friends. Don't pray about it by yourself. Like Get yeah. people you know to pray about it with you. Because you probably have friends that have had to do the same thing. Yeah. If you're at I'll, that I point. I think everyone has. Yeah. Everyone somehow left a friend group or, mm-hmm. or just a friend. Stop talking to a friend. Yeah. What yeah. you said um, about prayer, like praying about that. If you pray about like uh, imp- like being patient, like yeah. God's going to put you in some kind of obstacle to yeah. to force you to actually be patient yeah. and have to test that. And out. also, like how God was gonna put something, and if God calls you to say, hey. Let's take a break from these people, mm-hmm. and you don't do it. God's gonna, God's yeah. gonna find a way to do it. God's, God, like <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Like He's yeah. gonna find a way. Yeah. So like, listen, because you'll get swallowed by a whale like Jonah. Mm-hmm. God opens the door. If you don't go out, He's gonna push you through the window. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that goes along with like having that friend group there because it's easier to distance yourself from one friend group that's not the best influence if you have this other friend group or other friend let's just say that is you know because you can spend more time with them the same time that you would spend with the other group and um, grow in your walk and have that friendship that's going to last forever so this is something I've struggled with like having to step back from friend groups and stuff like that is how like I feel very upset like depressed because like you kind of losing your your friends so what is some advice or thing tips we can get like say or we can discuss about like how to cope with that how to learn (laughs) (laughs) well i think think, pouring all your thoughts into your devotions yeah yeah like everything that you need is in the bible and if you just like take your time to actually read into it it, it helps a lot to I actually find, be strong in that. And I find personally that writing down how you feel, it makes me feel better. Because, like, I struggle with um, talking, like, saying, like articulating what it is that I feel inside. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I can write it down really yeah. easily. So I have, like, a journal, you know. I just that, cry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listen to some sad music. Yeah. I was just yeah. about to say that. My favorites. That doesn't really make me feel better, though. But no, it just makes me more depressed. Writing it down, like, yeah. definitely takes... I feel like mm-hmm. a burden has been lifted yeah. off of really, whenever I can, like, write it down and get everything I've, out. I've dealt with many things like that. And really, like, you could struggle with something for so long. And then for me, whenever I write it down, it'll stay... I keep that note for, like, a week, you know? Yeah. And at the end of the week, I go back and read, like, how I felt. And I usually don't feel that anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I can throw it away or I, burn it or whatever. And I think... We need to, like, you need to focus on things that give you joy that aren't associated with that friend group. Yeah. Like, first off, you need to be in your word. Like, that's the only way, like, that is the main way you're going to cope with that, like, separation. Because God is the giver of all knowledge and stuff like that. And he's going to give you patience and all these things to help you cope with that Mm -hmm. prayer. Uh, But, like, music... I think you were talking about music, but like we tend to go to like these sad, depressed music, yeah. and that's definitely like, not what we should do. We yeah, should go we should we should go straight to worship music mm-hmm. yeah. because like we're like okay, like I'm going through this, but yeah. God, you're so good. We were like, at that Casting Crowns concert, and they have the song "Praised You in the Storm." Like, yeah, oh. it's it's 
one of the verses is um shoot I, I lost the words but anyway it's, right. it's, it's raining basically is what yeah. he's saying like it's raining but I'm still like crying out to you like I'm praising you in this storm in my life you know like I'm going through this hard time yeah I would have I would have expected you to pull me out of by now but you haven't yet yeah you know but I'm still gonna praise you yeah because so. you're, you're still God like our ways are not his ways and usually and, those tears are yeah. Lord, I need you more and more. No, that's no. okay. Oh, okay. I, 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 <laughs> that works too. <laughs> that, yeah. But usually, like, in those tears will be, like, happy tears. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and also, like, I know this isn't, like, scripture-based, but, like, I know there's, like, movies that make me happy. Like, I love superhero stuff, mm-hmm. and my friends don't really care about that. Just don't watch, like, Endgame or something, and you'll be Yeah, <laughs> you'll be depressed again. But, like, watch a fun movie. Like, yeah. just get something to get your mind off of that and, like, Whatever you got to do, just don't do those things that you're trying to separate from or go back. Trolls is on Netflix. There you go. (laughs) Hey, Disney Plus just dropped. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) But I think, like you were saying, you have to find a balance, but the balance is kind of what it depends. It's just all how God kind of calls you and tells you, okay, this is where you're supposed to go. Yeah. So I think we're going to end it right here. Okay. Okay. I have spoken, and that is it. (laughs) You're going to edit all that out, so...